Welcome to The Long Way Around. I'm Maria Hinojosa. This is the story of Bumpy and Mercy, a father and a daughter, who set out on a journey through the heart of the country as they try to rebuild their lives and their relationship. On this leg of their journey, they meet an activist fighting for the rights of immigrant workers, and they begin to reconnect after a long separation. We're also going to hear from SCORE member and powerhouse activist, Linda Sarsour. I found myself as a very young leader put into a circumstance by being the daughter of immigrants, but also feeling like some sort of solidarity because the children who were my age in my class were going through similar situations. Join Bumpy and Mercy on their journey into a new future. Stuff. I forgot all about our stuff. I don't think I'll fit under the bus. Twine. Look, I hate to do this, but I have your new address. I will ship them to you. My dad seems as nervous as I was to start our journey. To leave all that pain and failure and get about as far away from the Gulf Coast as humanly possible. Um you can hold off a few days. That might change. What? There's the possibility of a different job in a different city. Oh, but it's good. It's all good. Why didn't you tell me? We'll have almost three days to talk about it and decide. No, you think I'm afraid of those fools? Excuse me, is this the bus to Houston? Yes, thank you. Houston Amtrak Station. 46 I've had pickaxes, crowbars, held guns pointed at my head. Ma'am. Their pathetic little injunction doesn't scare me. Ma'am, no cell phones once we're on the road. All aboard. Thank you again, Twan and Ben. I'll have Mercy call you as soon as we get in. I made you this for the trip. Bonsoir. Thank you, Grandma. Y'all getting on or not? Nguyen, are those your famous mango sweet cakes? I'm a mayor. You're welcome, son. Whoa. Excuse me, ma'am. How about these two? I'm afraid if I sit crammed too far in the back, it'll remind me of the other place. Whatever. I'm not talking to you. What? When were you going to tell me? I'm not a child, especially after the last three years. Mercy. Baby, I'm... I'm sorry. Uh, nothing's totally decided yet, but for the terms of the probation, we had to say that they were. So Uncle Chip and Aunt Amina didn't offer you a job? They did. Uh, of course they did. Managing one of his convenience stores in St. Cloud, living above it, just like I've been saying. I had you look at the pictures of the high school there and everything. So what's the problem? Well, you know your Uncle Quincy's about an hour away in a town called Wilma. He and Aunt Vanetta strongly feel that their town's a better place for a brown girl, especially a half-Vietnamese brown girl, to finish out high school. <laughs> Don't you turn your back on me. This is important. I hate this shit. Mercy. 
language. You're lying to me again. That's how all this hell started in the first place. Mercy. Don't. You lied about your other Air Force buddy and said it was all legit. Money for nothing. For the umpteenth time, he wasn't my buddy. He was our lieutenant with what I thought was a thriving travel agency business, and I thought it was legit. Till I got in too deep. And mom? What about her? You lied about how sick she was. God, I didn't want you to worry. Worry? I'd come home from middle school and she'd be shaking on the bathroom floor. Her doctor hoped the deeper code in the chronicon. Whoa! Dad, what's going on? I don't know. Folks, just a routine security checkpoint. We should be on our way again shortly. Good afternoon, Buenos Tardes. When we come to your row, please show us U.S. identification or a valid passport with a stamp of entrance. Dad! It will be fine. Thank you. Shit. What? I didn't call my P.O. yet. And tell her now we're taking a bus and train up north. I was about to, but... But the shackle. You have to tell them. Identification, please. I will. As soon as they come to us. Identification, please. No, sir. Excuse me? Under Frontier Bus Lines policy, neither Frontier Line drivers nor its other employees will provide consent to warrantless immigration enforcement checks of its buses. Do you have a warrant? Where does it say that? Since when? Hey, look at that. She's right. Ma'am, please remain in your seat. I have the right to stand up as well. Stretch my little legs. Let's get out of here, Hector. But if you'd like to know my name, why didn't you just ask? Anaí Echevarria Gutierrez Barrios. I've never seen someone so little and yet so big at the same time. Anaí was so tiny that she was actually shorter when she stood up from her bus seat. Are you a lawyer? I'm better than a lawyer. I'm a union organizer. Anaí Barrios. So I heard. Albert Watkins, but everybody calls me Bumpy. And this is Mercy, my daughter. Of course. At first, I thought she was Guatemalan like me, but then I saw the resemblance. Really? Not a lot of people do. Hmm. A lot of people are blind as bats. But my hearing is good too. And I couldn't help but hear that you two didn't want to show La Migra your IDs? It's not that. It's just complicated. In fact, let, let me text my P.O. right now. See, my dad is... I know what a P.O. is and who it's for, young lady. A lot of our ranks are the formerly incarcerated. Or they're not yet documented and have to wear a damn shackle like your dad pending their asylum appeal. Here's my card. Retail, wholesale, and department store union? Poultry plants these days. At least that's my beat. I started out at the UFW helping farm workers. Then three years ago, moved indoors to chickens. Isn't it stinky? Ooh, sister, you have no idea. But I figure if they can tough it out 14 hours a day, 140 birds a minute, I can't complain. I just keep my eyes on the prize, making company after company, factory after factory, pay not just a living wage, but a thriving wage. Once, this mom dragged me out to the parking lot to show me her new minivan. And she didn't have to choose between food and transportation. 
she could finally drive her kids to school in the morning without worrying the transmission would fall out and buy groceries. That's why we do what we do. I was just starting this podcast on immigration and workers' rights. You'd be a great guest. <laughs> I try to keep a low profile. That's a joke. Get it? Because I'm so little. But I do have to lay low. Pretend to be just another brown lady plucking chickens before management catches on. Usually it's just one of me against an army of union busters. Kind of like being a spy. I'll check out the show. Send me the link. Suave is a new podcast about the system that sentences kids to life in prison. It's told through one man's journey of incarceration, redemption, and an unusual relationship between a journalist and a man convicted of murder. A new series from Futuro Studios and PRX. Subscribe to Suave now, wherever you get your podcasts. So what's your next secret mission? Oh, this one is top secret. I'm heading to Houston just for the day to pick up an engagement ring. Congratulations, that's amazing. <laughs> She is amazing for putting up with me and all my nonsense, being on the road over a hundred days a year. Are you going to have a big wedding? Mm, always wanted one. We escaped from Guatemala when I was seven and the American film that taught me English was Father of the Bride. <laughs> I love that movie. I've seen it, I don't know how many times. <laughs> Makes two of us. My grandparents learned with breakfast at Tiffany's. Yes, even though Mickey Rooney's character is literally in yellow face. That's why they named my mom Audrey. So, huge wedding. You've got to get a wedding planner like Martin Short. <laughs> You're a baby. I can't believe you even know who Martin Short is. Well, he's also the voice of the cat in the hat. Thank you, interwebs. Crazy huge wedding. Come on. Ay, my mom and my sister haven't really spoken to me since I came out. And Lucille's family is tiny. So it's just going to be us and a few friends. Oh, well, if I weren't going to be way up in Minnesota, I'd come. <laughs> You're sweet. No, she was the sweet one especially after all she'd been through. I'm so glad she became part of our life, love. She went on to tell me she and her family had fled Guatemalan death squads, traveling about as far as I was by train, only on foot. Or rather her mom and dad on foot, carrying on a heat and her little sister much of the way. Her dad drowned, saving her baby sister as they crossed the Rio Grande into Texas. Her mom worked the fields picking pecans and cotton. Her story reminded me so much of my Ba and Amwai and their journey, though they almost never talked about it. They escaped Vietnam on a horrifically overcrowded, slowly sinking ship, crossing the South China Sea to wash ashore in Eastern Malaysia. Their boat was one of thousands crammed with what the American media mockingly called Vietnamese boat people, braving pirates, misery, and drowning for the elusive dream of resettling in the country that had, for years, employed them during an unwinnable war, the United States. My grandparents were first resettled in Houston, like so many others. 
But since the only thing my ba knew was fishing, they eventually settled in Galveston and chipped in with some others to get a crab boat. I just sent you the link to the podcast I mentioned. Ah, if you're going to listen to it now, then I will too. Great, a new episode just dropped. I was listening to it earlier and I can't wait to hear the rest. Today, it's all about immigration, workers' rights, and the American dream with American activist, Linda Sarsour. I'm Maria Hinojosa. Join us on Reimagination Nation. So Linda, I actually want you to take me back to when Linda is a little girl and when this little girl starts imagining that, you know, there's a whole other way of seeing the world, kind of seeing the world as an activist, seeing a world in which your voice matters. Can you take us back to that moment in your childhood? I found myself as a very young leader put into a circumstance by being the daughter of immigrants, but also feeling like some sort of solidarity because the children who were my age in my class were going through similar situations. And parents working multiple jobs, you know, kids who may not have had a parent at home because they were incarcerated and just really starting to be a young kid, just trying to figure out like, what is this world that I live in? And then understanding that it actually wasn't that great of a world. And who do I want to be in this world? If you could change one thing. I like your new friend. What? I said, I like your new friend. And good news, the PO says she's input my new itinerary into the system. Still, I hate it. Does not feel like freedom, I can tell you that. Except for maybe the looking out the window and seeing the world rush by apart. On the inside, you're so used to nothing moving and little changing. It's like the back of your eyeballs are an old TV screen and have the burnt-in ghost image of everything around you because for as long as you're inside, everything's the same. Dad, I just keep looking at you. Even when I was talking to Anai, I was looking at you. It still doesn't feel real. I talk to you all the time, and not just from prison or visiting, but all the time. Like you're right there. Folks, we're now arriving at the Houston Amtrak station. Please remember to collect all your luggage and bring all your trash to the receptacle on the curb. It was so great talking with you, Mercy. You have my info. Anything you and your dad need from back here where it's warm. And you're right. That podcast fired up my imagination. I'll send you more like it. Bumpy, take care of this girl. She's special. That might be all I know right now. Dad, you are so corny. Congratulations, and good luck. We most definitely have to stretch our legs before the train. It's 10 hours to New Orleans. Besides, I'm hungry. If memory serves, there used to be this out-of-the-way Kalachi place not too far from here. Dad, we'll miss the train. We won't miss the train. You used to love kolaches. When you were a baby, you'd eat the raspberry out first, then the dough. (laughs) Still do. And it says on my phone that it's still open and minutes away. How am I gonna get by without the internet for two more years? One day is killing me. Because our lawyer said it was that or three more years inside, Dad. I know. Old Top Palaches, can I take your order? Number 65, number 65 pickup. Dad, look at that line. I'm sure it goes fast. 
We're gonna miss our train. We won't. A couple mac and cheese kolaches to start, then an assortment for the train ride. Cajun kolache? Nutella. We have to try everything. moment with my dad was so exquisite that even while it was happening, I was already remembering it. Oh, sweetheart, it's the things that happened afterward that I wish I could forget. Next time on The Long Way Around, Bumpy and Mercy make their way from Houston to New Orleans, and they get real about mistakes made and lessons learned. No, uh Still can't believe he got probation while you got almost four years. His aunt went to high school with the judge. I was surprised they even made him pay the money back. Still don't understand what the big deal was. If you want to hear more from our interviews centered on reimagining solutions for society's most pressing issues, check out our companion series, Reimagination Nation, distributed by PRX. Our current episode features interviews with SCORE members and authors Heather McGee, and Manuel Pastor. You can also find it by visiting weimagineus.org or wherever you get your podcasts. The Long Way Around was produced by Futuro Unidad Hinojosa as part of the We Imagine Us project. The Long Way Around stars Karuchi Tran, Maria Ta, Orlando Smith. Also starring Elise Din, Leon Lee, Marissa Blake, Baron Bass, Ryan Schreim, Blessed Nia Yemi, Marco Antonio Rodriguez, Daniel Edwards, William Figueroa, and David Lee Huynh. The story is written by Trey Ellis. Our music was composed by Michael Ramos. Executive producers are myself and Diane Sylvester. Our senior supervising producer is Gregory Branch. Post-production supervising producer, Tanya Bustos. Production manager, William Oaks IV. Our senior podcast producer and voiceover director is Paula Gammon-Wilson. Our podcast producer is Andres Caballero. Senior story consultant is Sandra Ratley. Our project editor is Khalif Watkins. Sound design by Leslie Gaston Bird. Our engineer is Questar Welsh. Casting director is Paula Gammon Wilson. Production coordination, Jessica Ellis. Assistant project manager, Raul Perez. Our media manager is Alexander Arturo Garcia. The Long Way Around is supported by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation, a partner with communities where children come first. I'm your host, Maria Hinojosa. Join us again on the next episode of The Long Way Around. And in the meantime, you can find us online at weimagineus.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember to subscribe and share and tell everyone you know to listen. Ciao.